Hello and welcome to episode 18 of 2P Start Live. He's Tim. And he's Ray. We hope you enjoy the show. And it's a very uh, different, it's a very um, exciting show. No, it's a, uh, oh boy. What is it, Ray? What is it? <laughs> it's a very special show today as we're going to talk a little bit about some of the big things we've, that we pulled away from uh, last week's GDC, which is the Game Developers Conference 2008. And uh, so we're gonna no. We'll be taking away a few of our favorites, but don't worry, we'll still have some Black Doom at the end of the show. Trust me, we will have some Black Doom raining down. But first, as always, trivia for you. Well, as always, except for last week. Um, so we hadn't. We still haven't had any winners for the last two tests. Holy cow! This just in. It looks like we have a winner. The person who correctly guessed this song was Arlen, and I'll let them explain what song it is themselves. Okay, I know that I already guessed Columns, but I was totally wrong. The theme in question is... Theme C, from Tetris, the greatest of all casual games. Woe unto me and my lowly Game Gear. Why, as a small boy, was I wooed by the flash of the Game Gear's multi-chromatic display like a sea-worn sailor to the call of the dreaded siren? Alas, why was so much of my youth wasted on columns, when I could have been enjoying Russia's greatest gift to civilization? I'm sorry, Game Boy. I'm sorry for both of us. As such, here's our next contest. Leave us a comment or send us an email and tell us what game this chime is from. What do you think it is, Tim? I think it's Pong. That that because that game came out in like the last two years, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or it's coming out in the next two years, maybe. Hmm. Ooh, oh, a remake. All right, the ah, I can't do it. Topic of the week. There we go. Big things from GDC 2008. I got a couple things I'm gonna mention, but um. Tim, what did you pull away from the Game Developers Conference? Yeah, there wasn't uh, a whole lot of, I guess, new, I don't know, announcements, but... There, there weren't, were... like, these big megaton announcements that had everyone's head spinning. Yeah, there's just a lot of, like, little hints of things to come, you know? Like, they said, oh, we're going to do this, but details will be forthcoming, you know? Like, there were mm. a lot of little... Like, they mentioned, oh, Portal 2, there, there's going to be a Portal 2, which was kind of assumed, but... Like they said it, you know, but no details. And and I mean, it, it is it is a game developers conference. It's more right, for developers right. than it is for us. But um, so you know, there's plenty of things to go around. Like, hey, check out all these cool things about Final Fantasy 13. No pictures allowed. Um, yeah. So we don't get to see any of that stuff. But uh, I'm sure we'll see a lot more at E3. I mean, everyone's saving up for E3. I think you know. Probably. And and for me, I'm always very interested in what goes on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. you know, what. What went into the thinking of these games and you know the process of creating them? So anytime I get to read about you know 
what did and didn't work and trials and tribulations that they had for making the game. Like that's that's much more interesting to me than any game trailer, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. So what, um, what's the big topic that you want to mention? <clears throat> well, I I was gonna talk a little bit about the um, in the Microsoft keynote they talked about the XNA. I don't even know what that stands for. What, what does XNA stand for? You're asking me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like DNA, but XNA. Is that what it is? Ah, maybe. Well, whatever it is. Um, it's, it's extreme, no matter what, though. Extreme. That's, that's the important word. <laughs> is that what Xbox stands for? Extreme box? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, the XNA games um, that are... They actually were available the day they announced them. Um on Xbox Live, um, just a lot of, like, independently created games that, um, th there's, like, an XNA game studio, kind of a software development kit that, um, small companies or even individuals could, um, use to make games that would work on the Xbox, and now they're finally being made available in some form, um, for people to check out. Now, I don't think they gave a whole lot of details as to how this would work, going forward, but as of now, there are seven demos of games available to, for anyone to download for free. Uh, for, it was like for three weeks or something. So I, I, I blogged about them on, on 2P Start, but, um, you know, giving a, a kind of a big picture look at them, I think you know, while the demos of the games that were there were, were kind of like, you know, mixed, there, there were a couple decent ones and a few that were kind of like Flash games, you know, something you'd see in a banner ad or, you know, something to pass five minutes of your time and then you'd never go to it again. Um, I do see some potential there, you know. Um, I think it's it's great with with how expensive games are to develop today. And you, I mean, you really have to be one of the big companies to, um, to, to, to really make a, a hit game. This is, this is the way that, you know, we, we need to have a second um, path to development that that will actually get into um, people's hands, you know, and I think this is one of those ways. So it's just an opportunity for hey, you got a great idea, something unique, but it doesn't need to be a ten million dollar game. This is the way to do it, and and people will see it if it's good. Mm -hmm. So I, I found um, Jelly Car to be really interesting, uh, mostly in its style. Um, hopefully, the level design is 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 better in the final version than, than what I saw. There were a few really kind of strange and not real fun levels. Um, but I really enjoyed uh, the dishwasher. Basically just a button masher, side-scrolling samurai game. But That's right. Yeah, so, I read about what you said. Yeah, just so well done. It's it's just a lot of fun, you know. And uh, So I just feel wanna, like... If, if you want to read more about what Tim thinks about each game, I'll put a link here in the podcast for you. Yeah, it's on. I, I blogged about each one. I mean, there was definitely some that that were pretty crummy, but um, th th those two in particular kind of make me excited for what you know what we may see in the future, and uh, you know, I, I I think that's that's pretty cool that they have taken those steps. I you know, it's been a couple of years since they announced XNA and that they released that kind of game studio, and now finally we're seeing. Them be, these games become available, so it's like, okay, guys, what have you been working on the last two years? And uh, yeah, should be interesting. Really, a lot of unique ideas, I think, and and that's what's going to be fun. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. On, on my side, I I uh, actually got pretty inspired by a lot of things 
Um, one <clears throat> one thing that I found pretty interesting, which I wasn't even aware of until you brought it up to me, so I, you know, here's Ray behind on the news again. <laughs> um, but apparently Nintendo is going to be introducing a new pay-per-play online service, um, which is kind of a, a strange step for Nintendo, which has been always been about, oh, play, ever, play your games free online. Um, they're... they're you know, all the games that you were playing online for free are still the same, but now there's going to be a pay-for-play where it has the same Wi-Fi logo on the box, but now it's orange with, like, a pay-for-play box around it. And um, not really much was detailed about it. Let me pull this up here. You'll apparently use Wii Points to pay uh, to be able to play games online. Um, and this includes both the WiiWare and you know, the actual disc games that you buy at stores. So we don't quite know where they're, where they're going to go with this or what it's going to be used for, but, you know, kind of makes sense for maybe, you know, buying more Guitar Hero 3 downloadable content sort of thing, or, um, you know, maybe the Animal Crossing MMO you might have to pay per month to play or something. Who knows, but um, we'll have to see where it goes. I'm really not very excited about it because no, I, I don't like either. this idea, so... Um, but knowing Nintendo, I think they're going to be smarter about it than what most would do, which is just, you know, Couch. rape everyone with, yeah, <laughs> I mean, just, so, I want to see what happens and where it goes. Right now, I'm kind of optimistic that they'll do it a little bit better than what I, I assume it will be, but who knows. Yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of skeptical, only because, you know, to be honest, the Wii... Uh, online infrastructure is pretty basic and anything that they could charge you I mean downloadable content is one thing that would be welcome a welcome addition to you know the Wii if you could download songs for Guitar Hero 3 if that's what he's referring to you know that's great but if it's some sort of like in order to play this game online against other people you have to pay for it I they, they better have a pretty big trick up their sleeve for that to be worthwhile. Because right. I, I think I mean I think there will be something more with that. Like, well, if you want to be able to do voice chat and you know have a better connection, or who knows. I don't. You see, even that, even voice chat, that should just be available to everybody. Well, now but, could you do that on Xbox Live without paying? Well, you, you cannot pay. You cannot play against people online at all without paying. Right. So, so the idea is like, oh, do you want to be as good as an Xbox? Well, then you have to pay the same price. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's one idea of taking it. It's like, well, everything's really dumbed down on the Wii. Well, yeah, it's free, you know. And if you want the same features as you do on an Xbox, you'll need to pay the same price. Yeah, so that's but, the only explanation but, I can really see for it. They'd have to do a lot to 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 be up to snuff with the Xbox. I mean, oh, it's, oh, exactly. I mean, everything. Every game well, would have to be online. Well, then maybe it might just not be so much. You know, a dollar a year. Sure, if it's super <laughs> cheap, then I don't think anyone would have a problem with it. You know. Yeah, but if you're playing Animal Crossing and like every time you dig in in the ground with your <laughs> shovel, it's like a it's like a wee point. <laughs> <laughs> every second. <laughs> yeah, that might be a problem. So it's only a, pe it's only a penny per second. <laughs> Well, color me skeptical on this one, but we'll see what they have going on. The other thing I found interesting from the Game Developers Conference was the Game Developers Rant, where um, some major developers got together and kind of talked about you know things that really irritate them. And um, I was worried... Black it, Doom Award? 
Oh man, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's like it's like the <laughs> the official game developers conference Black Doom rant. <laughs> um, no one from Sonic Team was there, obviously. I was gonna say Sega probably boycotted <laughs> it. <laughs> they supplied all the artwork, and um, I was worried it might be like, oh, let's just complain about things we always complain about. But they actually kind of took some interesting twists on things. One of which, uh, you know, a lot of it seemed it was pretty inspirational to me. You know, as like, hey, look where video games could go, and why aren't we doing this? Like, we have the technology and the power to make these things. Why don't we make games like this? Uh, why do we keep pushing out crud like this kind of thing? Some of it, I think, is maybe just wishful thinking, you know? Like, mm-hmm. oh, that would be cool, you know, if that ever happened, you know? But, it, you know, maybe we really can reach some of these spots. Um, Clint Hawking, who did Far Cry 2, uh, which, by the way, had way too much cursing than necessary in this rant. <laughs> it was really unnecessary, but I guess people might find that funny. Um, he He compared the gaming industry with the film industry. I'm not even talking about, you know, taking the action out of Halo, right? I'm talking about using proven techniques for building compelling emotional investment in things that real human beings give a shit about so that Halo will reach a real audience. I don't care what you say, $300 million for Halo at $50 a copy means that it's still only reaching one-tenth of the audience of the Lord of the Rings movies, right? Whether we're talking about the books or the films, do you really think the, mo- the, the things that move people in Lord of the Rings were a dagger that glows when orcs are near and a f***ing plus five rope? <laughs> what people give a about in Lord of the Rings is the fact that Frodo has to trust Sam to hold the other end of the rope and not drop him off a cliff and steal the f***ing ring, right? The mechanics of trust are not harder to model and simulate than the mechanics of rope, okay? <laughs> Yet still, our games are full of f***ing daggers and rings and cloaks and bows and stabs and wands and potions and boards and swords and ropes and armor. <laughs> and with this f***ing object fetishism, it's just not surprising to me that the most meaningful relationship developed in a AAA title this year is with a f***ing cube. <laughs> which was the cube from uh, Portal. Yeah, so it was kind of like, yeah, it's a good point. You know, why aren't we doing things that, you know, pull in the audience more? And it's more about, you know, real-world things than just blowing crap up, basically. And there's some cool stuff in there. And there's a video. I I have a link here. And uh, maybe maybe take a watch. There's some highlights and whatnot. It's actually some pretty good stuff. Like Hmm. I said, possibly some wishful thinking, way too much cursing. But um, but it's definitely interesting to, to listen to. Some good, some good points in there. I don't know why I'm stuttering so much today. I mean, I mean, I stutter a lot, but today for some reason I'm, I'm just. You're nervous. <sighs> I get up in front of all these people live. And just, <laughs> oh well, maybe boy. we should take out the word "live" from our podcast from now on. <laughs> maybe that'll bring the stress level down. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was surprised. Why, you know, why didn't you give your speech at GDC? Me? Yeah. Weren't, weren't we supposed to have like a two-piece start live? Big, uh, yeah, big you know, they wanted us to give a keynote, but... Uh, <laughs> We're like, ah, we don't... We, don't we have bigger fish to such. fry. Yeah, this stuff's so small and, and useless. We got we to we gotta gig at the Oscars later tonight. <laughs> well, plus that, they only were offering, what, 50K? And, and our minimum yeah, for an, an event appearance is 100K, so... I mean, the amount of money we pull off of ad revenue is just so much <laughs> 
Do we have any ads on there? I don't think we have. Do we? <laughs> uh, I just send you the comic. I don't actually look at it. <laughs> I don't actually pay Ray to do any of this. He just does it, and I collect the checks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, boy. You, you just send me cool info about Brawl. Like, this is your payment. Here's a cool picture. I'm like, oh, new wallpaper. Yes. I told him how to unlock... And, um... Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I'll have to edit that out, because I don't want that to spoil anybody. Right. So I guess that takes us straight to the most haunted segment of the 2P Star Live podcast, the dreaded Black Doom Award. <laughs> and I guess you had qu quite a doozy, huh? Yeah, each week Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the worst character Sonic Team has ever created. Mephilus. I mean, Black Doom. <laughs> like, who's Mephilus? Like, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I do have quite a doozy, actually. Um, well, see, here's the funny thing. Do you remember what my what my Black Doom award was last week? Um, no. It was the Gears of War trailer. Oh, yes. Oh, actually, no. TV Ray, commercial. come on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Where are you going yeah. with this? This, this is not going to go anywhere, anywhere fruitful. <laughs> so the Gears of War trailer, or the, the the Gears of War television commercial that I complained about last time for using the song Mad World and not really having anything to do with the game. <clears throat> and you remember what I said about what they should do for a commercial instead? Oh yes, you said that they should have somebody running, stabbing somebody with a chainsaw in the face or something like that. Yeah, exactly. They should just come in and just chainsaw the other person. Like that should be the whole commercial. And so. Wouldn't you know it, GDC comes around, there's a new Gears of War 2 trailer, and that's what it was! It was some dude running up and chainsawing one of the, the Lotus, or whatever the names Locust, are. Locust, Locust. And I was like, dude, that's exactly what I asked for! <laughs> like, this is... And that just goes to show you, you know, it's the, it's the new, you know, it's the, it's the sequel, right? So it's like, oh, take, we're gonna show what people love. Oh, the chainsaw, you know, mindless killing. There you go, that's the game, right there. And so I was kind of blown away by this, and Tim and I were, were kind of joking about it. We're like, oh, well, imagine if, you know, they still had the Mad World music <laughs> on there, right? And Tim was like, dude, we got to do this. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, uh, whatever. He's like, no, we could get, like, so many hits, and, you know, we could make so much money. I just... I, I didn't swimming, say anything about money. <laughs> my swimming pool of money isn't filled full yet. So not quite, could, not quite. <laughs> well, you got the extension, which didn't help, but... And, uh... <laughs> So he's like, no, we got to do this. But it, and that, like, that was such a weird pressure on me because it was like, we knew it was a race against time. I mean, someone like, else was going to do it. We Sports at the Oscars was up within like 20 minutes of, <laughs> you know, the show being on air. And so it was like, we know someone's going to jump this. Like, we got to be the first ones to do this because someone's going to make that mental connection somewhere else. And so it's like a race against the clock. And I opened up Final Cut Pro and just started throwing it together and editing it. And, Tim was finding the music I was dealing, so we put it up and um, and I, the whole point of it was to showcase how ridiculous it is to have the Mad World song playing with the trailer. So my Black Doom Award goes to all the people who thought it was cool, because like instead of everyone being like, "Oh, that's hilarious," people are like, "That's awesome! Like that's a sweet trailer." Here's here's a couple of quotes. This song gets me every time. Well done. And another quote: "Awesome remix." Like that that's what I'll, that's what I should have had at the beginning of the song was like remix. Yeah. <laughs> well, I you know, when I posted the video on YouTube, 
the description I put, I, I tried to be neutral with it because I knew that there would be people that really liked it. And I, I think it's funny. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I was so focused on how hilarious it was going to be. I didn't even think about how people would watch it and like save it and put it on their iPod or something. Well, I didn't think about it until I watched it. And I watched it and I'm like, you know, the music really changes this trailer so much. Like, it changes the mood of it so much that people are really going to like this. And so, I, you know, all I said on the, <laughs> on the description was, thought it would be fun to add the song Mad World to the new Gears of War 2 teaser trailer put together by Ray Hargraves with 2B Start. I didn't say, like, this should be effing hilarious, guys. Check this out, you know. I was totally neutral on it just to see what people would say. And by and large, most people liked it. Although Ray, there was there there was somebody on. Um, yeah, I did. I did see some comments. See, there were a few people who didn't like it, and then they made fun of us for right. doing it. They're like, <laughs> why would you do something like this? This is terrible. <laughs> that's I'm like, the dude, point. that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> but th there was at least one person who got it, Ray, on Xbox 360 fanboy. There was somebody who there was somebody who had said like this just doesn't go, like, it doesn't work. And then somebody else replied, and they said, oh, well, of course it doesn't, but the timing is was really well done. Like, the timing and the... Right, they're know, saying the, the music doesn't, you know, the, the music doesn't fit. It only fits because it's timed with the, the, with the video. So, yeah, yes, at least, at least they right. appreciated what you were doing, you know? Right, yes. So, I thought that was funny. But that was fun to do. I think uh, we have... It got almost 10,000 views in less than a week, so... Yeah, not bad. That's not bad, you know? But, um... Yeah, my theory is, though, Ray, because our podcast is heard by millions of people across the globe... Well, it's translated that... in eight different languages. Right, right. And, um... We actually re-record the podcast in different <laughs> languages. Well, because we're fluent in eight different languages, so we just translate it ourselves. Watashi wa saru desu <laughs> Anyways, I... my th my theory is that um, they were scrambling for a trailer f for GDC, for the Gears of War 2, and they listened to our podcast on Monday. Oh. And when when you said that, they were you know light bulb went off in their head, and they're like, that's it, that's what we need to do. We need to have a chainsaw going through a locust, and that's the trailer. And that's why you don't see any in-game graphics or anything. It's just kind of like outlined red I and think black. That is in, I think that is in-game graphics. I think they took in-game graphics and then just applied a, a video effect on it. Well, yeah, true. You're ruining my, my fake story here, though. <laughs> so I think they just copied you, Ray. Straight up. Straight up. <clears throat> so I guess that'll do it for the show. That'll do it. We got a long night ahead of us with those seven other languages. I know. Oh. What what languages are we doing again? Well, join us on Wednesday for a brand new Chinese. comic, as well as a brand new Vietnamese. podcast a week from today on Monday, just like every other week. With that, he's Tim, and he's Ray, and this is another edition of To Be Start Live. Good day, mate. Well, you see, and that, I think, like I said before, this captures the real feeling of the game. And you know what I think, you know what song I think captures the real feeling of the game? Um, 
No. It would be the in the end credit sequence from the game itself. Just a little time out. Scratch. Damn!